Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. You are in for a treat today as you hear from my next guest. A little background about me to give you the context for my dear college friend, Martha. I was born in Bermuda when my dad was in the Air Force. I have three older brothers who have very fun memories of us living on the water, sailing and swimming a lot from our house that was situated on Riddles Bay. I only lived there a year and a half and then we moved to Massachusetts. At the end of my fifth grade year, we moved to Warner Robins, Georgia. In the fall of my ninth grade year, my dad retired from the Air Force, took a job in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Little did we know that a huge part of the culture of Alabama is football, and of course the rivalry between Auburn and Alabama. After much deliberation, I decided to go to Auburn, unlike most of my high school friends. If you know me, you know how much I loved my college experience at Auburn. Great friends, fun football games, and a place where I grew so much in my walk with the Lord. So my next guest, Martha, is one of those dear friends that had a significant impact on me. I experienced her empathy that cared for me in tangible ways, her positivity that brought so much fun and laughter and hope to every day. Listen to hear more about how all of her strengths are showing up as she and her husband, Dave, have been in campus ministry for 40 years, and also she's a mom to nine children and eight grandchildren. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths, Martha. Well, thank you, Barbara. I'm excited to be here. Oh, this is just so much fun. I just love every time we get to connect over the years, every time we talk, I always think, oh, I need to call Martha more often. She inspires me and makes me laugh. And I wish that we lived closer to each other to enjoy each other even more. So I'm excited for people to hear from you. Well, tell me a little bit about you, where you live, your family, and what you do. Okay, so Dave and I have been on staff for the Navigators for over 36 years. And we do have nine children, and we had um, nine children in 17 years. And our oldest one is around 35, and the youngest is 17. So we've been very busy raising kids. <laughs> yes. Well, tell me how we first connected. So our first connection was at Auburn when we were freshmen. We got to know each other and really enjoyed each other, realized both of us wanted to follow God and to walk with him. And eventually we ended up living together. Yes. Well, I, um, I really do have so many great memories of our time together. And like I said before, I just think of how you make me laugh, but also make me cry. And I think just because you have such a pulse on people and just so much wisdom, but just obviously just your great sense of humor is just so contagious. And um, what, what would you say would be like one of your favorite memories of us when we lived in doormat when we were roommates? 
Um, I have memories of us going to visit some um, friends that were dear guy friends of ours, and we decided to take <laughs> them a pie that we had personally made oh. invested in. Well, we're driving over there, and for some reason, one of us slams on brake, and the <laughs> pie goes up in the air and on the floor. So with my positivity playing in, we get forks, invite the guy friends to come out to the car, and we eat the pie <laughs> off the floor. Oh, that's so funny. I don't, I don't really remember that exactly, but I remember maybe it was the same occasion that we had a double date and we had this, maybe it was the blueberry pie, but I remember eating the blueberries and having a blue smile. And I really had a crush on that guy. And um, it didn't really work out between me and him, but um, that was one of my memories. So um, also I remember um, one time when I was kind of brokenhearted and it was like the spring football game at Auburn and I didn't have a date because the guy that I'd been dating, we just had broken up and, and you came in the room and I was kind of crying and trying to act like I was fine, but you just kind of knew something was going on. And I don't know, I just appreciated just your um, laughter, but also your compassion that you showed me. And it was just a really, it was really a meaningful moment because you were attentive to me, but you made me laugh and kind of move on. So I appreciated that. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Glad you did that for me, huh? Well, um, I'm sure you get asked all the time, like, what's it like having nine children? What, what do you have any um, certain answer you have for that? Or like any, I'm sure you, people ask you that all the time, right? Well, it's kind of interesting now because we only um, really have Benjamin at home. He's a senior in high school and all the kids are grown. So not like we used to when we would go to a barbecue place. It had kids eat free on Saturdays where we would go there and just have so much fun. But I could, <laughs> I think when people have large families, they think the mothers can't hear. So I'm, <laughs> I hear the next table saying to me, I think those are all hers. They, look at their eyes. Look at their eyes. I think their eyes are exactly the same. Yeah, so the whole family is turning around staring at me and my family. So we did have kind of some unusual situations when we were together. But I remember when I took Sarah to Auburn because our oldest daughter um, went to Auburn. And um, she said, Mom, I want you to look around at all these women. And what do you notice? I looked around at all these mothers and I said, I'm the only woman pregnant here. She said, exactly, exactly. This is not normal. Oh. So, but we, um, we had great times of just, you know, we only really had one year with Sarah home before she left for college. So it's like one year with all 11 of us around the dinner table. And then they gradually you know, started getting smaller and smaller family at the table. Well, I bet they've learned so many um, important life skills being in a big family like that. And so many um, opportunities to work through conflict, I imagine, and just getting along with all kinds of people because they're all right there in the house. Right. Right. Yes. Well, well, I would love for you to um, tell about your strengths, about what your strength 
journey has been and um, starting with like what your top five talents are. Okay. Well, I would love to share. I've had a great time kind of researching some of this and realizing I was living out of a lot of these strengths and I didn't really know to call them my strengths. I thought they were just more of who I was. And the first one was empathy. And I noticed that Dave and I can go out to eat and then I'll come back saying, did you see that couple? They just didn't seem like they were getting along very well. And that family over there, the dad was so receptive to the children, really entered in. And that man that was all by himself. So I have a hard time not going and putting myself, you know, with each of these people. But I think that's one reason I need to do Bible study and have quiet times alone because I need to rest my mind sometimes Mm. and that I don't need to be reading relationships and just to um, get great time with the Lord without others around. That's really insightful. Yeah. just And then, too, I think positivity was my second one is trying to make the best of every opportunity. And um, I can think of the time when I was single, I had smuggled Bibles behind the Iron Curtain. And I had also gone to Japan to teach English um, with a Bible. And then, so I had a real heart to go overseas one day again. And so um, I guess 25 years later, so it's taken 25 years to get to this point with my heart being very passionate about overseas. And Dave is taking a team to China, and he calls me and said, what do you think about us moving to China? God is doing great work here. And I, um, and he said, for a year. And I said, no, mm. we can't go for a year. We need to go for two years. And oh. so um, I was so excited, so I ran outside and started cleaning my freezer out. <laughs> for, of course, it was like a year and a half away from when we actually got to leave. But I'm just saying, going over there and using your positivity with so many uncertainties and um, things that are different. So um, I feel like that really kicked in while we were in China for those two years. Golly, I bet. I I, want to hear more stories about that. I feel like we didn't really catch up about that. But I can imagine just how how useful that was. Like you said, living in another country with new challenges, I'm sure every day. So Yeah, it was fun. And then we got, um, you know, bikes for all seven of us because we left our four older children in America because two were in college and two had graduated. So we would be riding somewhere, all seven of us. And we even had the seven-year-old at that time on a bike, which that's not normal in China because usually the grandmother has the youngest child on the bike with her. But People would say, are those all yours? And my kids would go, Mom, don't say that there are four more somewhere else. Just, <laughs> just like, oh, because they're like, you know, one child policy. So they no, were during those God. years. So it's like, oh, such a big family. We would go, yes. So then, <laughs> Gosh, I'm sure they were just mind boggled watching y'all. Yeah. So it was, that was really a great way to get to know other people, you know, with our family size and communicating. And I think too, just my third um, strength was um, inclusiveness, being an includer. And mm-hmm. I really realized this really um, made a lot of sense to me because I've always told Dave, if I could have one word for other people, it's just that you're valuable. And then mm-hmm. to realize that that's one of the includer 
wants to do. He wants to make other people feel valuable. And I think, too, um, one time I um, even made up a little acronym for our, my kids. of Like, if I could pick out five things that I would want to teach my children, it was the word secure. And, um, like, the S was for serve others. E was strong work ethic. U was understanding your value. And so it's so fun to come all the way around that that was even in this little acronym that I made up for my kids that I wanted them to realize how valuable they were and mm-hmm. um, and what Christ had done for them and how they um, could have a friendship with Christ. And then the um, U was understanding, then C was character, that I wanted them to be people of character, then R was um, E. Yeah, R was respect for authority, then E was enjoying God. So even Mm. in this acronym where I shared that with people, where even I, for my children, that I did value um, the person, the individual. Mm. Gosh, that's really good. So did you laminate that and give it to them so they can remember that? (laughs) No, but we always, it's kind of funny, our family, at birthdays, we go around the table and say nice things about you. Mm -hmm. And one of the rules was you can't say they're a hard worker because Mm -hmm. Virgos are hard workers. So it's kind of funny. You can't throw that one in there for why you think they're special. That's just a given. I think, yeah, that we tried to instill those things in our family. Mm -hmm. And then I think the um, fourth one was a ranger, which was kind of interesting and, I would have always called myself a dispatcher. I tell the kids, don't tell me your dilemma. Tell me who you are and where you are. Because yeah. then we'll figure out the solution because I'm not even sure who they are. If they say <laughs> my car's broken down, I don't know who you are and where you are. So which kid are you? Kind of, yeah, which because they sound very, very similar. But um, <laughs> I think to um, a ranger. Um, like this next week, we're going to the beach together. Our kids are coming together, majority of them. And just, I enjoy like planning all the food for 20 people per meal for, you know, three times a day and then five days. And so um, like it's stuff like that, you know, when you put my strengths together, it's really enjoyable. You know, it's mm. not overwhelming at all. So it's kind of fun seeing, oh, that's an arranger, you know. Yeah. Um, and then also with a ranger, my husband sometimes calls me Tom Sawyer because, um, you know, the story of Tom Sawyer getting people to help him paint. Oh, like yeah. I can always um, I can start painting the fence, explain how fun it is, tell everyone involved <laughs> in the task. And then I'm moving on to my new project. And sometimes Dave says, has anybody seen Tom? <laughs> so, <laughs> Man, that's really smart, but, Martha. I know it, but I think that really does play into my arranger with a large family of people, um, you know, working together and getting projects done. Mm -hmm. So, um, and like the other night at church, I help on Wednesday nights for the dinner. And I walked in 30 minutes before the meal was about to happen. And Janice said, Martha, we, the chicken is still raw and we have 50 people coming for dinner. And just to kick in to, okay, you know, take that chicken, put it on the skillet, fry it up on top, take the broiler in the oven that we know works and start broiling it and take two sections and then let's divide those up and put those in a, another oven. And by 
30 minutes, we had everything ready and it was so fun. She was like, you, um, she thought I was the lifesaver. And oh, really, you were. But I was just, right. But what I was really doing, just using my strengths. Mm. So that was kind of fun just to see. I was happy in the middle of the tension and just to find the solution. So you can see how a ranger, you know, plays in. And it's really um, very um, life-giving to me to, you know, help others. Mm. So... Yeah, I think um, I think too, one time, uh, one time when I took the um, assessment, a ranger was actually my number one strength, but I kind of go with my first take of it more often. But uh-huh. but I do like like what you're saying as a, a ranger is, um, you know, just is trying to get the best configuration. It's like kind of like similar to adaptability in that it's like just juggling things like you were saying in the kitchen at church of just. Like, hey, how can we make the best of all these moving parts? And um, yes. And so. I wrote kind of one sentence about that. I said, God has given me the ability to lie, to delight in being an arranger, to solve problems, accomplish projects with a team, and demonstrate flexibility through the process. Mm. I think, you know, it's like I love for us to come together and move forward and lots of flexibility and figuring out how to, you know, solve the situation. Mm -hmm. So I've really seen that. And then my last one is developer. And I thought that was really interesting because what a developer um, is, is someone that sees the potential in others. And I always say my motto for my husband, Dave, is God loves you. And Martha has a wonderful plan for your life. (laughs) Yeah. So I know a poor guy, but, um, but yeah, so just seeing that I look at other people and see the potential or ways that maybe they haven't, you know, tapped into. So I think a developer has been fun, especially with so many children of just trying to help them each reach their potential and how God should use them. And um, so I can just really see it with all of my kids of me pushing them to take the SAT seven times. I know they can do it. I know you can do it. So <laughs> did really somebody just, do it seven uh, times? Yes. Cause see, Florida has bright futures. So you can, oh, um, yeah. you know, if you make a certain, um, certain grade on it, then you get bright futures. So just seeing God provide for our family, you know, through college and just, mm-hmm. I think watching him, um, do things that were just amazing. Um, one story is I was going to, um, we realized when we sent Sarah to Auburn that it was more expensive than we thought an out of state means out of state. You need to pay more. So mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. So we, after the second year, we said, Sarah, we feel like we've got eight children after you and we <laughs> feel like you need to come home. And she was in agreement. And then, um, I guess the next week I got a check in the mail from an anonymous person that said, this is for Sarah's education at Auburn. And I just thought um, of just God. And then I called her back and said, Sarah, God wants you to stay at Auburn. You get to go. So it's just fun. I think when you are developing your kids and they get to see, you know, what prayer is about and, um, and just how to walk with the Lord and just an everyday way of just a friendship with him. So, um, yeah, so that's been fun just with all my children's stories of their lives. Mm. Wow. That's 
that's so neat. Just like you say, just to see kind of how you have been living out your strengths and doing, like you said, things that just are fun and enjoyable and easy for you. Um, one of the things we talked about earlier is, you know, like a lot of, I don't know if we talked about it, but like four of your strengths are really more external. They're more kind of like in the sort of in the people um, relational quadrants. And how do you, how have you seen that play out in your life? Um, I think because I enjoy being around people, I think we do um, through the years have had a lot of people in our home um, through hospitality. We, Kind of as I probably had the philosophy as we go, you know, we just keep pulling people in with us. So I think just using our large family to love people well and to, yeah, just as we go where we're going, just taking people with us and loving people well. So I feel like just that, that that's been okay, having more people even with us than just our family. Yeah. What, what do you, I mean, you've hit on a few things, but like lately, what did, what do you love to do? Like, what do you love spending your time doing maybe with your kids or in your, with your ministry or grandchildren? Like what gives you life to do? Well, one thing we do um, have eight grandchildren, so we're just enjoying them so much. And I think just spending time with our daughters right now who have the grandchildren and just watching them parent just gives me such satisfaction and it's so fun. Um, but Dave and I um, took a trip recently and went and um, visited one daughter and then went to a wedding, stayed with uh, a young man that he had discipled in college. And we just had so much fun. But I think taking opportunities like that to get with people and to travel and to see our kids. So I think just being around people is such a life-giving thing for me. Yeah. Well, you're just, you just bring so much energy to the room when you are with people and just love people so well. Well, and I know even from just our time together, you're good at really pushing people to be a better person or really trust God more fully or think of the Bible verses they might have memorized or not memorized, but you're, you're just great at really being intentional with people, but really loving people well. So it's fun, fun to see that and know just that that's what you're about. And it's such a blessing for those people that get to have you in their life. Well, um, one of the, like just the title of this podcast, like embrace your strengths. As I was thinking about it, I really wanted to help me and even other people really step into that more and really embrace who God made them and be um, just be the best person that God wants them to be. But, but the idea of really embracing the strength, your strengths, has that been something easy or challenging for you to do as you've thought about your strengths? Well, I think, you know, before I ever did Strength Finders, I just, like I said, thought, well, this is who I am. But after I did that and realized these were strengths of mine, and when they come all together, I am really alive. And so I think um, just realize how helpful this was to understand. I think it helps with not comparing yourself to others and just seeing uniquely how God's created you and 
made you and how you can minister to others through your strength. Kind of like we hit on it a tiny bit, but like when when someone really is using all their strengths, it can be like they're being their best self or maybe have a shining moment. Do you, is there anything that comes to mind? You've mentioned a couple of things, but any, anything else that you think, wow, I was just in my element when I was doing that. And I loved doing that. Well, I think when we were in China, that was such a fun time for us. It's just like meeting all these new people and you know, I think, to the challenge of not knowing the language and trying to learn a few of the words and just having people help me, um, just trying to learn. But I just love that time of um, and just watching my kids experience something new. So I th- say things like that and even just people coming in our home and being a part of our family. I just love that. And just um, having people over at meals so I think those are kind of moments that I really enjoy having. Our son Benjamin's graduating from high school, so we're about to his have his party. And so mm. I was like, I'm not concerned about the food for 60 people. I'm concerned about the parking. So oh. it's like, it's not, um, you know, like, and I think, um, but just the arranger can pull together, you know, meals and stuff, but. You know, I need to get somebody to arrange the parking situation. But yeah, um, I mean, I love I love stuff like this. You know, so I think um, I thrive when I feel like he feels um, very valuable, and then his friends, you know, feel included in his life. Mm. Well, I'm sure that's going to be a very fun party. Um, what well, you know, some people have a a personal mission statement and. I don't know if you have one or not, but how do you, if you do, how do you see your strengths helping you to accomplish that? Well, I think um, mission, I mean, the navigators have the mission statement to know Christ and make him known. Mm -hmm. I think being involved with um, others, with just discipling them, meeting one-on-one with women and helping them prepare them to help others. And that's just so fulfilling. Um, And we've, you know, try to make that our life goal and our, you know, where we invest deeply. So I think just, um, you know, deeply impacting others with the gospel and with skills that they can help others with. Well, um, Martha, it's so fun to talk to you and hear a little bit more about your strengths. Is there anything you'd like to tell all of the listeners, all of the listeners out there, who knows who they are, but who may have um, one of the strengths that you you have, or maybe they know someone with these strengths, or they work with someone. Can you tell tell us anything that would be helpful for them to understand or appreciate any of these strengths a little bit more? Yeah, I think um, just learning about yourself, like you had mentioned earlier, that probably a lot of my strengths are people or they're kind of outside myself and just learning that, you know, limits, but still there's always, you know, um, weaknesses to our strengths. So just being careful not to do things in extreme, Mm -hmm. but I think just learning to really enjoy who you are and how to minister through exactly the way that God's created and made you. Mm, Yeah, that's really good. Well, one last question I have. What has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? 
I think Barbara, just interacting with you. I just, um, you call and we talk and we just laugh together. That just brings so much happiness to my heart. Uh, Just your friendship, just this long haul friendship over all these years is really special. So I really appreciate you. Oh, well, thank you. You do make me laugh. (laughs) You make me laugh. You make me laugh more than I make you laugh, I think. But, um, yeah, I appreciate you so much too. And it's, um, it's just such a gift to have a like-minded friend like you and just to be able to, we can just pick up wherever we left off and, um, just come away with good nuggets of wisdom and a lighter heart every time I talk to you. So, well, thank you so much, Martha, for taking time and sharing just a little bit about your journey and who you are. And I really appreciate it. Take care. Okay. Thank you, Barbara, for letting me be a part. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.